episode. Oh, so I'll get all the cursing out now? Sure. Okay. Werewolves, not swear wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Slice of Life podcast. Now, this intro is a little bit more chill, a little bit more real. That is because, ladies and gentlemen, I am not in the land of Minnesota. I am in the chill land of California, getting sun, um, getting sunburnt, and chilling. You're and not sunburned. That, you think I got sunburned? No, you're not sunburned. <laughs> not yet. Give it five minutes. Give it five minutes, and I will be peeling. Okay. okay. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Mike, why is this intro lasting so long? And that's because it's just so chill. But we can turn it off. But anyways, uh, Isaac is not here today. He had a mad case of diarrhea. And he just cannot make... I'm sorry. I can't do that to him. That would be so <laughs> mean. No. I'm telling Isaac. Uh, we were little nuts. And uh, Isaac and I completely forgot. I think we told you about this in the last episode. Or maybe we didn't. Um, we were going to have some problems in terms of recording. Because we were both out of town at the same time. And so we both were going to miss a week. So nutty. We were, it was very nutty. So nutty. <clears throat> we're a bunch of nuts. So... What Isaac and I decided to do is, you know what, we're going to record one, and then the next one we're just going to have to figure out on the fly. And so I brought my recording equipment to the land of California, and uh, uh, podcasting legend Miss Sadie is here today, uh, director, producer, uh, all-around film critique, uh, is here with her hot takes again. You guys loved her in the last episode that she was in, which is a few episodes ago, and now she is back with a vengeance to well, i don't know about vengeance out of necessity dramatic. Uh, <laughs> necessity yeah no one would want to listen to the podcast if it was just my no <laughs> no not at all miss sadie welcome to the show thank you now isaac's not here so how do you feel about that um i just uh how do i feel about that yeah well, I feel bad a little bit. I do too. Because I feel like they'll miss Isaac, and cool. I don't want people to resent that I'm the <laughs> replacement <laughs> option. Do not worry. Okay. I think our fans are very generous and forgiving. But guys, we got a jam-packed episode for you. Um, we <laughs> we have <laughs> Michael just made a really nervous face after he said that. Uh, we're gonna talk about a movie that we saw, Cruella. Um, we're going to talk about A Quiet Place Part 2, which just came out, ladies and gentlemen. We got some hot takes on that. We also have some interesting stuff that we're going to talk about. I'm going to bring you some tech stuff. I want to hear your hot takes on that. And we're just going to see where it goes, guys. This is going to be a little bit more laid back because sometimes the plan is that you don't have a plan. Hey, laid back intro for a laid back episode. A laid back episode. We're real chill right now. We're just kind of hanging out. Um, I have a, we just went on a walk. So my energy levels are going. Repeated. Are repleted, yes. Um, Just kidding, it's the opposite of repleted. Are de-repleted. De-repleted. De- oh. <laughs> <Whoa>. de-repleted. <laughs> Brain blown. Um, so my energy levels are about like a like low like and, a and falling quickly. Three out of ten. <laughs> like and so here's the thing. I want we, me to make some crappy coffee. We real were quick. talking about this before. I have a problem. I think where I drink a lot of coffee. Oh, you and do. you do. I do. Yeah, and it does not help me yeah i will see you like 
with a cold brew, mm-hmm. and then I will go get coffee, and you will get more coffee on top of that. And then, <laughs> hours later, you will get more coffee. <laughs> and it's not just, like, iced coffee, run-of-the-mill, like, a latte. Like, yeah. you get the, yeah. like, hard... <laughs> yeah, you get the hard... <laughs> the... Well, uh, <laughs> freaking... And the, Cold brew. the beeps have Black. already begun. Yeah, werewolves, not swearwolves, am I right? Werewolves. They're going to be here. Werewolves, not swearwolves. We're going to be hearing that a bit. It's okay. Bit, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want me to make coffee? Um, not right now because we just had juice. And I don't know what my take is on smoothies and juice. I don't normally have smoothies that are like super sweet. Mm. And so I don't know if the sugar is going to hit me all at once or if it's just trying to, if it's like, because my energy levels are dropping. So maybe it's going to even like plateau it. Uh, you know what I'm well, saying? Well, we, we did go on a hike. Yeah, I know. Which also could be. Yeah. Boring. And there's sun and lots of yeah. stuff. But guys, if the you ever have nice. not been to California, I'd highly recommend going. Yeah. I would recommend going to Placerita Nature Center. Uh, go past, drive past the Nature <laughs> Center to the Golden Valley <laughs> Open Space Reserve. <laughs> Park in the reserve parking. Yeah. And then hop hop the road, keep going down the trail or up the trail. Yeah. And then eventually you will see a broke down oil rig. Which we found. Off off way to the Which side. Which was epic. And you gotta to go you have to really go off the beaten path to get to it. But mm-hmm. luckily in California we don't have like chiggers or anything. Yeah. And people so, from Minnesota are like, What? But guys, you gotta give her grace. She's not from Minnesota, so she doesn't know. Is, what okay. are, are they not called that? No, they are. They oh. are, but they're not. Um, they're not in. We, <laughs> you're I, the one who told me. <laughs> I you're well, the one sometimes who told I lie me. to you, but ah, uh, okay. No, you said you can't just like take a walk into the forest because sugars might get you. Yeah, that was a bit of a lie, and maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. I don't actually wow. know Minnesota too well. I, it's like there's, Wait. there's ticks. That you can get if you, you walk in the forest. Too well, if you walk in the forest, you can get. Ticks I mean, it's in ticks in California, but it's not as huge of a concern. I've but we have like a lot of deer like ticks. I've literally stuff. never worried about ticks before. Yeah, so we have like a lot of ticks and stuff on stuff. Although, oh, but yeah. sugars are specifically for like sand and if you swim in a lake. Oh, yeah. We at least have, that's how it's been explained to me. We don't have those at the ocean. Yeah, and like you have like two lakes. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, like but lakes, one of which is Hume Lake. Oh, oh yeah, well, well. we're doing. I'm doing you a solid on all your California listeners. Got to represent. They'll know. They'll know. They'll know. They'll know. They know what's up. Yeah. And those that are from not California or Minnesota, you are just like, what are you guys talking about? And but if guys, you, if you don't want the secret of the oil rig to get out mm-hmm. on like live podcasts, mm-hmm. now you have never seen out. There Will Be Blood though. I have not. So that was kind of interesting because you should because I, you're a film person. There's a, <laughs> listen, there's a lot of movies that I have not seen, which I should see mm. most definitely. Mm-hmm. And instead of seeing those movies, I just watch like obscure French films instead. Okay. But see, that's cool. <laughs> I, I guess. Because it's like obscure I'm French. I'm a little out of the loop though because then, you know, well, no, but recording like... movie podcasts, I'm like, I haven't seen that. No, I haven't seen that. I haven't well, seen that either. Well, the thing is though, is that like, it would be worse if you said, oh, I haven't seen There Will Be Blood. I like just watching, like, Captain Marvel and oh, Iron Man 3. Good thing you know- Isaac's not here. <laughs> oh, the second he leaves. I'm not roasting. No, 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 no. Roast on Marvel. Okay. Well, so- I'm some would argue, saying. Some would argue that it's not real cinema. Really? Interesting. Yeah, you some know people are also wrong. Wait. 
What? What? Who? I Who? said some would argue that it's Marvel movies are not real cinema. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Uh, you Okay. <laughs> you did a full 180 there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. I heard you wrong. The some people being uh, the king of film himself, Martin Scorsese. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Are you a Scorsese fan? Let's talk about that for a bit. I am. Really? Yeah. Favorite Scorsese movie? Favorite Scorsese movie. See, now this is where you're putting me on the spot. I know. I haven't watched. Have you seen The Departed? No, I have not, but that's on my list. That's a great one. Have you seen Taxi Driver? Yes. Did you like Taxi Driver? I did like Taxi Driver. Interesting. I did not like Taxi Driver. I saw it a while ago, so I really want to rewatch it and unpack it again. Because I feel like I've told you this before. Yeah. The first time you watch a movie, you just want to sit back and enjoy it. Yeah. And you should sit back and enjoy Mm -hmm. it because... That's the whole point of a movie. Yeah. You know, that's like reading a book on the first pass, being like doing a rhetorical analysis of it. You just yeah, don't do that. Exactly. So the first time you watch a movie, you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And then if you really want to like get, get into, into it, movie, watch yeah. it again. And then on the second pass, that's when you start making like all the mental notes and stuff. Okay. So, yeah. Have you seen Casino? No. <sighs> I know. How about Goodfellas? Uh, a long time ago. Okay. I need to rewatch that sure. one as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Scorsese is a great director. I didn't like Taxi Driver, okay, but yeah. I liked all of his other ones. All of all, all the pretty ones. much all of his other ones, like all Name that him. I can remember. <clears throat> well, Casino, the ones I can remember were Casino, Taxi Driver. Oh yeah, Driver. you were the Irishman. I still have to see that. Too. The Irishman oh, is Raging okay. Bull is a good one. Here's the thing, though: the Irishman is okay. <clears throat> like, don't compare it to Goodfellas. It's so long; it's like five hours long. It's like four hours and a half. Long. I honestly, I thought that it was a TV show when it first. I thought, yeah, yeah, but it's not. No, and it should be because. It's a really cool story and a really cool way they did it, Whoa. but it's also like way too long and monotonous he for did, me personally. He did Hugo? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I thought Hugo was cool. I It, it was cool. Yeah. I didn't know that he had directed It's definitely an oddball one. in his like line, uh, you know, body yeah, of work. Yeah, it's not his usual. <clears throat> that's for sure. His usual is more mob movies, I think. Yeah. Oh, 100%. That's kind of where he, he does shines. them well. Did yeah, he see? does them very well. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. What have I seen? Photography uh, here. The Wolf of Wall Street. He directed that? No. Sorry if you hear my straw strawing, guys. I'm still trying to finish that smoothly so I can keep my energy super high and excited. Wow. Martin Scorsese did <clears throat> The Wolf of Wall Street. Fun fact about The Wolf of Wall Street. I haven't seen it. Most people have not, and most people would be better off not seeing it. Okay. I haven't either. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Then. Fun fact okay. about the movie The Wolf of Wall Street. All right, for sure. Not about the movie itself, okay. but more of stuff surrounding the movie. Let's hear it. The Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. By the way, there's a Netflix documentary all about this. This is why I know about this. About case. the movie? No. There was actually a corrupt organization yeah. in, I want to say, either Pakistan or India... Thank you for adjusting my microphone. <laughs> you're like pointing it down here, oh, so know, it's uh, it's kind of directional. So you want it to is kind of. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Sadie's in sound, by the way, so she's better at this. Than you, you, you put me a cinematographer <laughs> on oh, the bio true. on the podcast, which is not true. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of are. Well, <laughs> kind of, but I. I that counts. I suppose, uh, that counts. But I know more about sound than I do. Okay, that's fair. Cinematography. You're a sound mixer, producer, maker. Yeah, yeah. I'm more experienced as a sound mixer than I am as like a director of photography. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but what was I saying? 
because I've already forgotten. Wolf of Wall Street. Fun Wolf fact. of Wall Street. We watched a Netflix documentary, so, so of course there, you know it was either like Indian or it. it was some form. Was that, was that an insult that you just slipped in there? But uh, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never. I would never. I would never. Um, no, guilty. A guilty. I <laughs> um, Wolf of Wall Street is a um Fortuitous. movie that Scorsese directed because he was paid a ton of money to do it. I'm, DiCaprio was paid a like ton of money to most, do it. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, but this was funded to launder money through a corrupt Indian organization. What? Mm-hmm. Like the movie came from money laundering from India? Yes. They didn't know about that, but after the fact, when everyone in oh. that organization got caught, they found out about all that. Because mm. they were funding a lot of movies. One of them was The Wolf of Wall Street, which they made a ton of money on. Yeah. But also... So they're laundering money to invest in something so that they can make a lot of money back. Which would be laundering for us, right? So like if mm. I have corru- I have money that I want to make go away and make it seem <gasps> legit. Wow, Sadie just got bored, I guess. She's like, wow. Is really Isn't the movie about kind of that? like? <clears throat> the movie, ironically, is about a finance, <laughs> a finance guy yeah, getting corrupt. But That's ironically, funny. the whole movie was corrupt in its, in yeah. its core. But anyways. But guys, oh, back to we that. watched a lot of movies. Okay. And we're, we've got full of hot topics. And we're ready to roll. Yeah. And we're high energy because we are not tired from a hike. Um, uh, Cruella. Yeah. <gasps> Give yeah. me the hot take. We're going there right now. The hot take on Cruella. Well, well, you tell me what you thought of it. Now, first. Cruella, way, ladies and gentlemen, you if you want to watch a movie that is a little bit dark, a little bit gritty, scary at points. You like you <clears throat> like your gritty movies. Michael likes his gritty yeah, movies. So Michael does. If you want to watch a movie that is really dark, uh, really gritty, kind of scary, um, pretty suspenseful, you should watch A Quiet Place Part 2. <laughs> I was gonna say I was, I was, I was about to interrupt you there. <laughs> like, what um, movie are you describing? Because <laughs> um, this movie was not that, and so Which movie are we talking there was a movie now? that we could have watched with was The Quiet Place Part oh, Two, yeah. but I was I convinced to. to see Cruella because apparently Cruella is better than A Quiet Place Part Two. Or what do you think? I haven't seen A Quiet Place Part 2, oh, okay. so I couldn't tell you whether or not it is better. But you liked Cruella. I did like Cruella. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, Cruella looked like a more interesting movie than A Quiet Place Part 2. Our listeners will hear this hot take. <laughs> well, here's the deal. I've seen A Quiet Place Part 1. <laughs> Why do I need to see A Quiet Place okay, Part 2? Okay, okay, sure, what, sure, is sure. it going to be more quiet what? than the first time? A Quieter Place? That should have been the title. John yeah, so he died in the first one. Uh, that is a good point, He's not though. even going to be in the second I, one. I haven't seen A Quiet Place Emily Part 2. Emily Blunt does not a movie make, as incredible as she is. Uh, no, I agree with that. And and I and we again, we haven't seen it, so we don't know if he's if something's going to happen. It's but true. It, it might, for all I know, it could be an incredible amazing It movie. could be. It probably is, and we're sorry. But also, <laughs> come on now, guys. Take a joke. Um, it's probably trash, because John Krasinski's amazing, and since he died in the first one, spoiler alert, it probably will not Well, he directed the first one. I would assume that direct- he directed the second one. I would assume one. so, too. I but do you think, let's be low-key, Gar- Isaac's not here to defend it, uh, okay. would you think low-key it was a cash grab for A Quiet Place? Oh, 100%, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I kind of think that, too. I mean, like, even if it is good and the story is good... Uh, it should have been done with the first one. I mean, kind yeah, of. kind of. 
Because I think the element of A Quiet Place was that it was super quiet. Well, yeah. I'm, well, the element, the what made A Quiet Place was so good is that it it was, I wouldn't say revolutionary because I don't think that they're the first people to have ever done it. Like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, the movie was quiet. Like, okay. It's, yeah, that and 10 million other movies. Um, so, But like, there's a shock value sort of element and you saw the first one was like, oh, you have to see it in movie theaters because everyone's like holding their breath. And the sound design was really good in that sense. And it had a valid and vital place in the story as well. Mm-hmm. So the second one, that probably is still the case. I've heard that it's sort of like the pre of how it all happened. Oh, so maybe Johnny is alive. That's what I've heard. So maybe Johnny is alive. I don't know. Do I think it's necessary, though? No, because I don't think you need to see everything happen to get the gist of, like, what's going on. And because in my mind, like, if it's like, oh, how did it happen? It's just another apocalypse movie. Who gives well, it, yeah. you know? The whole point is kind of the journey that it took them to get there. Yeah, what was interesting about the first one is meeting them at that point <laughs> yeah. in the apocalypse and in that world and how they've adapted to that lifestyle. So... Like, going back and seeing the chaos fall out, it's just a CGI... Fest. Fest, yeah, yeah, of CGI monsters and people trying to be quiet and then failing and then dying. And it, it, like, I don't know. I feel like the second time around, it probably is just an average horror movie. Mm, sure. Uh, so I'm not really interested in seeing it because, like, again, saw the first one. <clears throat> first one was good. Personally, I'm satisfied with that. Sure. I don't need to, like... I don't think we need this Marvel Cinematic Expanded Universe with every gosh damn movie that's ever sure. come out in sure, the world. Sure, 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 you know? sure. I got you. So, uh, now, like, again, maybe it is a really great movie. Mm-hmm. I still think it probably most, like, it, it's 100% a cash, dra- a cash grab. Mm-hmm. Because nowadays they're only going to make a movie if they already know they have an invested audience. Which is why you have so yeah. many, like, sequels. sequels and reboots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, <laughs> that being said, ironically, Cruella is also sort of uh, guilty of the same thing that A Quiet Place 2 is guilty of. Yeah, but it's Disney, so we give them a well, bigger... Well, not that it's Disney, but it is a little bit more inherently interesting because it is... It's exploring a character that wasn't It's explored. a character study, mm-hmm. yeah, which we haven't seen before of Cruella. Uh, so A Quiet Place 2, like, we've seen that before. Cruella, and, we mm-hmm. argue For those not. that do not know what Cruella is or is about... Um, Cruella is the... A boat. A boat. A boat. A boat. A boat. For those that don't know about what Cruella's about. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Cruella (laughs) is essentially the story of the Mm -hmm. villain in 101 Dalmatians. That lady who skins puppies? Yes. Allegedly... She didn't actually skin them in the original Disney movie. Because Disney. They couldn't do it. Disney's too nice. They're too... Oh, but we're not going to actually... She just, like, had a plot to do it. She kidnapped a bunch of puppies, and they assumed that she was going to skin them. Mm-hmm. I don't think she actually was going to. Sure. like... So, but in the original 101 Dalmatians movie, Cruella is a very two-dimensional character. Literally yeah. and figuratively. Like I mean, she... it's about dogs. Yeah, and but she's Main also just, like, she is just evil, and there's not yeah. a lot of thought. Right. There's not characters. Yeah, nothing... which is the case of most of the older Disney villains. Yeah, and so now there's kind of a trend to make the villain show the villain side yeah. of it. Like, they did yeah, that yeah. with Maleficent. They also did Maleficent yeah. 2, I want to say. I didn't see that. Yeah, but... I didn't. Again, I didn't see the I was sequel, fine with Maleficent. Not interested, Yeah. Now. Um, and so I think that they know, okay, people like watching the backstories of, of the mm-hmm. villainesses yeah, or yeah. the villains in general. Yeah, so let's do yeah. that and let's explore more. Um, Emma Stone. Oh. Hot take. Go. 
Oh my goodness, Emma Stone. I mean, to be honest, she could do no wrong. Every performance <laughs> of hers is like <laughs> incredible. Okay. I love her because she's not afraid to show like expressions. Okay. And she does facial expressions really well. So like in writing and in in making movies, you always want to be careful about uh like especially with dramas and stuff is like if you have like a a script and it's a, an, a, an emotional moment. Yeah. And there's like a silence, you know, like, uh, and the room was silent for a moment. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, that's, first of all, I mean, not the best writing, but if you're going to like direct (laughs) that and show that, unless you have a really good actor, it's like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to do a close up on Mm -hmm. the actor, just staring off into space. Like a, that's boring. Mm -hmm. B that actor is not going to portray whatever emotion that is apparently going on inside of that character's head. Mm. And so you have to, you really have to think about visualizations. Like, okay, what would person actually do in that moment? Yeah. that cues to the audience what's happening internally for them because totally. it's not a book where you can yeah. just you know write out oh and he felt this way you don't see that in a movie you have to like show them feeling that way mm-hmm. and if it's just a close-up of them staring off into space it's it's like i'm already asleep but emma stone is one of those actors that you could do that with yeah and she would be able to give you expressions and act in a way where like you could just do a close-up of her staring and actually understand what's going on in her inside of yeah she's very expressive head. with her face she's emotive and yes. what she's her face tells the story yes she's so she's yeah she's especially a very, in a very this actress. movie at certain mm-hmm. points of this movie there were parts where you just there was not really much dialogue you just saw her face and you could just tell mm-hmm. what was going on and in the movie too not really spoilers but kind of a little bit mm-hmm. there is some multiple personality kind of thing going I, on there's alter egos i wouldn't yeah. say multiple personalities. listen listen up people she's like sorry <laughs> thank you for covering me on that <laughs> okay she's uh she's a woman in the fashion world so it's, it's uh-huh. so it's her it's her you know backstory her, her origin backstory exactly yeah. her origin story mm-hmm. um and it revolves around fashion, and so it does in the fashion industry, in the fashion world of the eight of the early nineteen hundreds. I want to say. I think it's the nineteen fifties or sixties. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, I read that whole movie wrong. Oh my! My gosh. whole life is completely a lie. I'm you... so confused as to what I should think now. What? <laughs> I, I can see. Oh, okay, so I it. What? <laughs> Okay, I thought it was a little bit earlier, but I might be wrong. But anyways, I thought... You are wrong. (laughs) Okay, agree to disagree. I think I might be right. Uh, I'm going to leave that silence leaving there because her face was (laughs) just just... like... Sadie's face was like, what are you talking... Have you lost your mind? I'm pretty sure it's the 1950s or the 1960s, given the technology of the time. Yeah, yeah. And so on and so Mm -hmm. forth. Now, what's difficult about it is that it's sort of a period piece Mm -hmm. well it is a period piece but not like super early on but i think it's because the costuming and everything is very flamboyant like the the actress holds a lot of like balls and galas and people come in like gowns and the baroness yeah and so it's it's sort of like higher class society which is yeah it's highbrow society who's still living in the past in many ways and so i can see why you would think that maybe it's supposed to take place in an earlier time which i actually appreciate about the costume department and like the set design and the production design Mm -hmm. is they had a difficult job they did yeah uh and they did i think they 
did a good job. Now, yeah, this movie is definitely not for everyone, I will say. Yeah. Because, because... Well, no movies for everyone. No movies for everyone. No movie. Uh, I think that this movie, Cruella, mm. I think you liked it more than I did. I think I did, yeah. I, think you I did. I know for a fact, yeah. I liked it. Because I came out and I was like, I really liked that, and you were silent. I was silent, I was like, A, oh. because I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. You did not like that. I went, no, 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 no. <laughs> I liked it. I like it, I like it. Um, I did. Don't, I. You can disagree. I liked it. Okay. I did not like it as much as you did. All right, fair enough. I think, if I were to summarize my re- review of it, okay. I think it took a two-dimensional character hmm. and made it. And showed the backstory of a two-dimensional character and uh, kept it two-dimensional the whole time. I didn't feel like it really dug deep. Okay. Even though that some may disagree. Some may disagree. <laughs> but I don't think it really put it on a... I think they could have gone deeper and a little bit more real with it. Mm. But they did Disney style and they what? made it less personal. Yeah. And I, I wanted it to be more real. Hmm. And I think they did a Disney on me, those dirty dog Disney fellas. They were like, okay, don't kill the dog. The dog will be fine. Yeah. You know, don't skin the dogs. The dogs are fine. It's like we can't, and it's a PG-13 movie. We can't watch something. There's only so much that they can do. Yeah, but it's PG-13. My mindset when I'm going to go see a Disney movie that's PG-13 is that you're going to have at least some substance. That shouldn't have been PG-13. That should have been PG. There was nothing in it that would warrant it to be PG-13. In my opinion. I... Probably would agree to that. Yeah. Like, I was expecting a little bit more grit. Because I'm a gritty... I like gritty movies. Yeah. And the whole advertising and marketing of it was a little bit more gritty. Mm. And because it's PG-13, you're like, oh, this is going to be pretty dark. Like Tim Burton, you know? Mm. Well... But I didn't get Tim Burton. I got, like, off-brand, B-flat Tim Burton. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I mean... Rebuttals, go. Well, I didn't go into it with, like, any expectations. I hadn't even seen a trailer. I'd just seen, like, pop-up okay. ads here and sure, there. Sure, 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 And I was like, oh, Emma Stone. Like, I like mm-hmm. that actress. Uh, let's see how this goes. I think inherently they had a, a, a tough job because they're doing, making a movie about a woman who allegedly, like, wants to skin puppies. Exactly, yeah. Um, Where do I go from so, there? Yeah, so I, I think they did what they could. Um, now... In terms of, like, a 2D character, I don't think it was necessarily about, like, a, oh, her tragic backstory and this is, like, the psychological explanation of why she wants to kill puppies is because, like, when she was a <laughs> child, um, her parents, like, mm-hmm. hated spotted things and so then she got a dog and yeah, then, like, and then, oh, the could never open up to anybody it. ever yeah. again. So I'm going to kill puppies to make it Yeah, make I'm going to kill puppies so that I can feel connected with my dead mother or something like yeah. that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. I wanted that. I wanted I wanted the dead puppies. I wanted there to Instead, be Instead you a got reason. two very dramatic women women competing with each other in the fashion scene. Yeah. And that's what I liked about it, actually. <laughs> I mean okay. I liked that, but I didn't like it at the end of the movie. Mm. There was no reason why it what the Oh, you know why you liked it? I know why you liked it. What? The playlist, like the soundtrack I was banger. The playlist. It, yeah. That was probably the best playlist I've ever heard from a Disney movie. I was literally bopping yeah. to every song. Every song was a banger. It was These so boots good. are made for walking. Oh my goodness. Oh my Nancy goodness. Sinatra, you Oof. legend. Oh, we should have done that song for the intro. Oh, we should. Oh, well. We can do it for the outro. Oh, we can. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So we don't get copyright. Strike. Not. We'll be fine. Take a chance. Yeah. We've only had it happen once. Yeah, yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, the playlist was incredible. It was amazing. Bang it. Every song was a bop and a banger. 
I, I'd say, like, in some scenes, the music carried it a little bit because it's, like, almost every other scene had a song but I, to yeah, it. But I, yeah, I agree. Um, a lot of so, transitions, too. Yeah, at times that was a little bit annoying because they're mm-hmm. like, okay, let's revel in this moment. Let's enjoy this moment yep. without having to be, without trying to upplay it and make it more dramatic or interesting than maybe the scene actually is. Yeah. But, you know, possibly that fits with Corella's sort of MO and it's reflective of her character. Yeah, you know? maybe. Um, so I'm okay with that. And I thought it was interesting. It was colorful. It was fun, exciting. There were a lot of fun camera movements and the the mise-en-scene was really interesting. And, and Explain for our listeners and me what a mise-en-scene is. Mise-en-scene is French for to put in the scene, and it literally oh. means everything that you see on the camera oh, in terms okay. of visualization. Okay. So, like, set well, how design, do you say again? mise-en-scene. Mise-en-scene. Yeah, M-I-S-E-N-C-E-N-E. Ladies and gentlemen, remember that one. You will be quizzed at the end of the podcast. Mise-en-scene. Yes, indeed. It was kind of glamorous, and I would say it's possibly even a little bit gritty. So I, I, I thought I, you would like it a little bit more than perhaps you did because of that. No, I did like it. I did like it. But I do think it was still two-dimensional because I wanted it to be more... I wanted it to be more of a backstory and less mm. of just a story. Like, because I don't really remember yeah. 101 Dalmatians that well. Hey, you don't need to. Exactly. <laughs> to That's the problem. Like, the, like, Maleficent had a yeah. lot of reasoning why the move, the next... The, why Sleeping Beauty happened. Now you're giving me now for those that are listening, which is everyone. She's giving me these eyes right now. That's like, what are you talking about? What are you? Talking and my point about? is, is that Cruella kind of uh, like Maleficent. Or here's the sick deal. Okay, I I won't invoke I, well, I the M bomb. Same level. Okay. Uh, the what? Uh, let, let me backtrack. Okay, uh, let me uh, allow me the backtrack. Okay. Um, I think Cruella was mm-hmm. a little bit like there was no reason why she would kidnap dogs in the Hundred One Dalmatians. I came to this movie expecting to find out why she would do that, and I <laughs> left this movie still being like, well, there's no – I just saw a story of the character. I didn't see leading up to the events of 101 well, Dalmatians. So I think that so, – so, Wow. Man, okay. who's from California? Who's from California? Who's from Minnesota? So here's, so here's the deal. <laughs> now I'm so conscious about how I say so. Oh, no. Anyway, I – wasn't i i don't want that i don't want a full explanation because i think like in and of itself it's an origin story right yeah it doesn't need to lead directly into it doesn't need the movie doesn't that originated the whole thing doesn't need to be immediately preceding the origin story that they're making so i'm okay i'm okay with that it leaves her a little bit of room for development room for growth um but it did explain sort of her like her madness a little bit, her mm-hmm. MO. And, you know, she's not just some crazy woman. She's a fashion designer. And mm. uh, and she has an alter ego to uphold. And mm. she killed the side to herself and the part of herself that was more caring. And so, like, literally. <laughs> yeah, she did. She actually did. And, like, she had to kill that alter ego. And so that's that's the creation of the Cruella that you see today. It doesn't explain why she kidnapped the puppies, mm-hmm. but explains who she is and her madness Okay. And uh, why somebody like her would kidnap puppies. Okay. So that's what I liked about uh, it. Um, so in that way, I think it honestly could sort of be a standalone movie. 
I would have liked that. Yeah. I came in there with expectations, mm. and I I shouldn't have done that, but my expectation... <laughs> I had no expectations. Well, my expectation was that it was going to be... A, I know. It was going to be a lead up to uh, 101. Right, right. And I'm going to find out, okay, why is she hate puppies, and why has yeah. this all happened, and I didn't really have that. Okay. But you're right, though, in the fact that it was more of a exploration in why mentally she mm. was like that, and how it could be that she could snap and not like puppies. Yeah. So you're like, okay, I understand the groundwork. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to the next. I kind of wanted my hand walked a little bit more mm. onto how you're a little bit more free form. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wanted to be walked a little bit more onto what is happening. Oh, okay. And like, how is this affecting the future? Yeah. Okay. I I can see that in your disappointment. I don't know if it's, like, necessary. Okay. Because, again, like, I, yeah, I don't think that they need to, like, hold our hands throughout the whole process. Because, yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, the nature of it is that it, it is able to be sort of standalone. And I think that's what makes it a little bit original, even though it is sort of like a reboot, is they took an idea, they took a character, and then they did something original with it, mm-hmm. which is what I liked about it. Okay. And so they, they did the impossible, which is make something unoriginal original. Okay. <laughs> and I, and I like, enjoy, it genuinely was an entertaining movie. I thought, like, the, like, again, the, the fashion, the costuming was really cool. It was really watch. entertaining. I like, guys, Stone's performance if, was great. Oh, my goodness. If you guys watch this, you will not be bored. That's yeah, for sure. that's for sure. That You'll be the farthest thing from. Super entertaining. Super entertaining. Um, And then, you know, like, the the, the plot twist is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I will say I'm a little disappointed that she didn't actually kill any. That's what I want. Any spoilers? Uh, there was like a part where it was sort of up in the air, like she had a coat, and it was sort of like, oh my gosh, she did finally she did it. I would have. I wanted her. To I was smiling because so I was like, yeah. did they really? Did I Disney saw that, and I was like, uh, well, because I was like, I was impressed from. Her. I was like, wow, Disney really did it. They I, went there. That's like, what I okay, wa- like, ah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I see you. And then it was like, of course, the pup, the dogs are still alive, and they didn't actually. Which is they did like, the oh, they did the Disney on us. They dirty dog Disney dust. The dirty dog. Disney the dirty dust. dog yeah. Disney dog dust. But they they did it. So something I did like about it, and that like they did the best that they could with what yeah. they had, is that was a moment where they sort of played on. I think I was telling you this earlier. They played on your emotions and your expectations to do what they're not actually allowed to do. They couldn't. Of course, they could <laughs> never actually kill the dogs. Yes. So the best that they could do is they mm-hmm. could go for like a fake a little out. a fake out. They did yeah. two fake outs. So they too, they did a couple different fake outs where they almost killed stuff. Where they almost killed stuff and they like they played on your expectations. Yeah. And I don't think they were trying to subvert it. I think they were trying to satisfy us without having to actually go through with it. Yeah. So I appreciated the writers in that way. I think what probably happened is I think Disney kind of was holding the reins on oh, that. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I would have appreciated it if they would. I really respect it when they, they make a hard decision. Actually I know, but go through with that. I, mean, I like it when a ultimately movie. Ultimately, this movie is for kids. Well, okay. you know, a yeah. wide range, of, uh, yeah. not for kids, but a wide age range. Yeah. And no, you're right. I um, I appreciate everyone movie. like cried in Marley and Me. That's yeah. just one dog dying. That's true. Can you true. imagine three? Dogs dying in this movie? Absolutely not. People I can't would imagine three dogs dying. Lines. People would not. They I would. think people would understand because her whole mo is that. I kill dogs and I make puppy scarves. Well, but but this was not like it wasn't about killing puppies. Yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. This you're movie right. was not about kids. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, as <laughs> she's shocking. Looking, she's as, looking at the computer. I'm looking like, at the computer. As shocking as this is to believe, Cruella is not about dead puppies well, maybe that should be the outro song <laughs> <laughs> sorry 
<laughs> that would be funny. That would be uh, funny. But no. Uh, <laughs> Cruella Deville, nor is this podcast about dead puppies. No, we don't really talk about a lot um, about dead It's It's today. about, you know, finding yourself and... Um, if a dead puppy will help you do that, well, you know. Then, you know, have at it. Bye-bye Fido. But, yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's a character study and it's, it's mm-hmm. about moving on and, and becoming who you are or who you mm-hmm. feel that you are and now moving on okay from yes and moving on from this topic i know i feel like i had so much more to say about it but i really can't remember well when you remember come at back okay <laughs> let me know what would you rate it out of 10 stars of 10 and i will stars? let you do points i'll let you do to one decimal point but only one decimal point that's how hmm? we do it on this i don't show. do halves i know you don't do halves so but do halves no i'm not doing halves <sighs> i would give it seven stars I, okay. Possibly eight. So for those that are not on Letterbox and IMDb, it'd be seven stars and maybe eight stars. Possibly for Letterbox eight, yeah, users, that'd be three and a half or four. It was really entertaining. It was fun. I would give it a seven as well. Okay. Um, as well? I, oh, no. I did which would be a three and a half on Letterbox. I would give it a three if it's out of five stars. Okay, I'll give it a three so, too. Seven out of ten, three out of five. I'm trying to make my average three and a half. But I'll do three. So, I think yeah, I'm trying to move it more down to three. This is I talked about the last time I was on the podcast. You're you trying. You're trying <laughs> to give yourself an average rating. Just rate the movie how you honestly feel about it. And if the average is high or low, then that's the honest truth to mm-hmm. you and your experience with movies. Mm, interesting. And I think that's more important than coming up with a facade and mask. Oh. <laughs> getting very personal all yeah this, yeah oh, doing a little freudian analysis what is here. happening oh, yeah well you didn't see it in corella so i thought i would <laughs> i would told you i, I, I would give it a three or three and a half on letterbox i haven't rated it on letterbox i give it a three or three and a half because okay. i liked it i loved the music i liked mm-hmm. the movie it was very entertaining yeah i would not probably watch it again okay and so. i thought it was just okay okay it's not the joker it's no. not anything like that right but no one like went in expecting it to be that that's true that's a fair point but I expected more from it, hmm. and it didn't deliver. Okay. And I expected that's... nothing, and it delivered. <laughs> it delivered nothing. It delivered more than nothing. It delivered more than I, yeah. You were expecting nothing, and it, you gave it, a, like, a three. Like, wow, yeah. okay, that's three. I just I expected... didn't want to see A Quiet Place. I... So yeah, I went in true. happy that I wasn't seeing a different movie. So, okay. So, okay. That's a good point that you brought this up. Now, you have <laughs> okay. not seen Wrath of Man, but I wanted to bring this uh, up. I have not. We were going to watch that one, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. and then little Mr. Michael here informed me that he'd already seen it twice. Yeah, I But here's my so question I'm not going to you. make you watch it a third time. I would like to watch it because uh-huh. it is not a Guy Ritchie movie at all. Uh, It's not? I Wrath of it Man. It is a, directed by oh, Guy okay, Ritchie. For sure, for sure. It's written partially by Guy Ritchie. So is it not a Guy Ritchie in that like Aladdin was not a Guy Ritchie movie? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Not in a bad way though. Right. In a it is a just a thriller heist uh, movie. Okay. It's just a heist movie. Yeah. Have you seen Heat? No. Okay, it, have you seen Baby Driver? <laughs> yeah, like Baby Driver. Right? Oh, okay. It's a little bit more dark than Baby Driver. There's oh. like barely and there's no humor. It's not funny at all. Really? Very serious. Ew. Jason Statham oh. drama. Right, like yeah. hard, like strict. Hmm. Good movie though, for yeah. what it was. Yeah. Not a Guy Ritchie movie, which is why I was like, you know, because yeah. I think you want to watch it for Guy Ritchie, and yeah. I wanted I mean, to watch he's it. One of my favorite directors. Yeah, it's my, mine as well, and I want to watch it for Guy Ritchie because I love, you know, like 
Lock he stocks the, too he just directed it. He did he, he directed and he co-wrote it with oh, okay. like four other people. And you could tell I'm, some of the lines were just so poorly made that it wasn't him. Uh, you could tell that someone else wrote it. I honestly it probably was him. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Like, no, I'm not gonna. No, there's some lines literally. No, oh. trust me though, because some of the things you're like, oh, this is just weird. That this yeah. is this is not Guy Ritchie style. Oh, okay. Just like the way it was phrased and stuff like that. Right, like, what? Right. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Okay. okay. Like one of the characters was just so weird, hmm. and. His just development, like the actor wasn't now great. I'm kind of curious even more. I think it would be kind of interesting. It's but you can't expect a but guy. But the fact Ritchie that, movie. like, yeah, the fact that you're saying it's not funny. There's but, no I mean, humor. Here's the deal. It's I think like Guy Ritchie. I wouldn't consider him necessarily like a comedian. I'd say that his movies are very entertaining. Ironic. Maybe. Sure. It's like not he that. plays on the he he plays on a like the his movie itself like his movies themselves don't have jokes written into them. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because you're watching one character do something and another character do another thing. Yeah, the irony of, like, the audience knowing something that the characters doesn't yeah. is what makes it funny. And this does not have that. Yeah. It does not feel at all it's like... like, not like even you're going to watch it and you're going to be like, oh, humor. this actually doesn't feel like a Guy Ritchie movie. Hmm. But it's not a bad movie. Yeah. Like, Goodfellas is not a bad movie. Right. But if Guy Ritchie would have made that, it would have been exactly the same as Goodfellas. Or, like, mm. what was the other one you saw? Taxi Driver, right? Yeah. If you knew that, if you found out that Guy Ritchie directed that, you'd be like, what? Oh, okay. Because it just doesn't make, it's not yeah. his style. It's not his typical It's, it's not his, it's M.O. Interesting. And that was Wrath of Man. Hmm. It was a good movie, but it wasn't Guy Ritchie. Wow. Yeah. Huh. So, I think it'd be an interesting I film. mean, like, yeah, arguably that makes, well, actually, that makes me not want to watch it, actually, now that I think about it. Because there's a certain appeal to Guy Ritchie's style, mm-hmm. which is why I like his movies. So Same. if he's abandoning his typical style, I don't think out of so. loyalty for him as a director, Same. I would watch it. But I think though, I think he was paid a lot of money to make this movie. But he, his heart wasn't in it. I think so. I don't know if Jason uh, Statham. Statham is in it, then I feel like maybe because the two of them get along and he's in a lot what? of his movies. What really? I think Snatch. Um, I thought he was just Lockstock and Two Smoking no, Barrels. No, he wasn't in Lockstock. I'm pretty sure he was. Let me look no up. way. I'm pretty sure he was. But either way, though, <laughs> like Google. I think this was like a movie that uh, someone paid him big bucks to direct. Well, but he made it really well. Big bucks to direct. Well, yeah, yeah. Movies. But I mean, like he paid, he did it really well. Like the gentleman felt so Guy Ritchie. You know what I'm saying? Mm. This one is great, but it wasn't Guy Ritchie. Jason Statham, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. He plays Bacon. Oh, you're right. Okay, yep, you're right. (laughs) Suck it. Suck it. Did you like Arthur? Um, Charity's movie with uh, what's his face? Yes, you have. I have. Uh, Oh, I did like Arthur. Yeah, the medieval. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. uh, You know what? I liked that movie when no one else did because it was cool, okay? Uh, me too. <laughs> I liked it even though it was kind of weird. I liked it. I don't it. think it was kind of weird. Uh, it was not King Arthur. Like, it was such a weird version of King Arthur. Well, yeah. Jude Law, man. Charlie Hunnam. That's the guy. Oh, Charlie uh, Hunnam's the man. I love man. Charlie Hunnam. Uh, yeah, the gentleman. Um, he did a good job in that one as well. He did really good, but here's the thing. I like the Arthur was a Guy Ritchie film. Yes, it yeah. was. Which is I liked it so much. Yeah, like the story honestly like wasn't the best, no. and I, I I don't even think Guy Ritchie wrote it. Sure, but the but way it was made was so way, entertaining. Yeah, the way it was made and the the style and the tone of it was 
fun for me and entertaining. And like the like the chase scene when they like have the cameras like pretty much mounted in front of the actors, like that was exciting. Yeah, and uh, how the it... intro scene of him like when he's still uh, mm-hmm. still working on the streets and everything, and they're trying to figure out where he got the money from mm-hmm. or something. I can't remember like exactly what the, the soundtrack. But the e- really yeah, made the it. editing style and soundtrack. like uh, him walking you through the day of how he got there, like. Totally Guy Ritchie style. Super fun. And he's able to... Guy Ritchie does exposition really well in a way that A, doesn't feel like exposition, and B, is entertaining. Now, what do you mean by exposition? Exposition in the sense of, like, his montage scenes of, like, explaining, like, all right, mate, catch me up. You know? Yeah, like, sure. all right, here's the situation. The quick stuff. Yeah, he is the quick stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, he does that really well in a way where it doesn't feel like exposition. Mm-hmm. And so... And part of it is because he's really good with the visual medium. He, he's overlaying the narration as well as with like the visualization of mm-hmm. it okay and he's yeah like the the editing is very like quick and fast paced and melts into each other and so mm. it's it's fun and it's engaging and like you could very just easily have the two of them talking in a room you know catching each other up on the situation yeah but guy Ritchie doesn't settle for that because no, he, he sees not. that and he's like it would be really this is an opportunity to do this because that would be really Art, yeah, argue- and so he takes it, yeah, and that's like part of his. Like, he does montages very well. I, I think the guy Ritchie's greatest strength is his montage. Sequences. I think that's why the gentleman was so strong because that whole movie was basically a catch me up movie. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, the whole true. movie was like catching you up. He basically went, "Oh, this is something I do really well. I'm just gonna like take make this and make it a movie." movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is because you're like the guy's like, "Now this is what in the yeah, and let's talk about this." Pipe, yeah. yeah, it was great. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I definitely agree with that with Gary. Yeah, so if you don't have that in, in the heist, or sorry, not in the, the wrath heist, of man. in the wrath of man. But here's the thing though, if you watch it, you'll be like, you know, that was a good movie. Okay. But you're not going to be like, that was a Guy Ritchie movie. But that's To me, okay. that makes it like, not a good movie. Because they'd be like, okay, like, it's a good movie in the sense of it's a well-rounded movie. It okay. It was entertaining. It did the job. But it's, was it fun and engaging and snappy? No. To me. No. Okay, so then for me, like, it's not a good movie. Well, and the reason I, I, think I like Irish yeah. films is that he can take a movie that sure. otherwise, if Would someone else had directed good. it, would be like, eh. Yeah. But because of his, you know, flair. Maybe you becomes... should. We. Oh, I think you should watch it. I, I will. It would be I'll interesting. See it. Yeah. I won't be happy. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like to be right. honest, probably Fair not. Enough. Fair but um, you know, we've watched some things, and I, I want to hear like. Um, <clears throat> Well, you know I watched Raya and the Last Dragon, right? Yes, I have not seen it. My sister saw it. Yes. She said okay. it was one of the less memorable Disney That's movies. what I said. Did I say that? Yeah, I, Maybe I yeah, said I that. I think you said that as well. My sister definitely said that. You told me your theory on like how Disney like will release one good movie and then one okay movie. <laughs> yeah, I do. Because like, like both of them in the same year yep. so that you can it Well, Pixar. The Pixar. okay Pixar. one. Pixar. Oh, Pixar. Specifically. Was my well, Pixar. Pixar is yet to do a bad movie. Cars 2. Okay. Cars 3. <laughs> okay. You got me the there. The Good Dinosaur. Well, The Good Dinosaur wasn't a bad planes. movie. Was planes. Planes. They did not do Planes. That was Disney. But. Disney but, Pixar. But, but, no, not Disney Pixar, just Disney. But here's the deal. You had me at Cars 2. That was an awful movie. Yeah. I uh, got, I got okay. you there. All right. But here's the thing. I think. Pixar that, original films. Pixar is great. I pretty, love Pixar. Are usually pretty. Pixar originals are amazing, but Pixar Disney movies usually lack. That's fair. Um, I liked Onward. I'm just going to say it. 
I know why you liked Onward because it's a little bit. Even if I wasn't a D and D nerd, no, I would still like you're Onward. Not, no, that was a big reason. It Are was. You kidding me? Well, here's the deal. One of my catchphrases in high school, which I should start saying again, because okay. you know I think it's a little fun, a little flamboyant, a little witty. Witty. Uh, I would literally like with with friends and stuff. Anytime we'd stop moving, we're walking. Like, oh, someone has to stop and tie their shoe, and okay. then we like w- would walk again. I'd be like, Onward. <laughs> Okay. And that's the name of the movie. <laughs> so I have, I'm compelled to enjoy uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And because you love D&D and the, and whole, mo- and the whole movie's about D&D. D&D and I'm a total nerd and it's totally a movie for D&D nerds. 100%, 100% it is. Yeah. Yep. But I like that. You don't see a lot of movies that are like... I agree. For a certain like... Yeah. I, that's why people. I know why you liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was okay. I think it was still like well-rounded as a movie. I, I agree, think but I think good. the other movie... I think it was emotional. It was I think, compelling. Think it was the, so sad at the end. I was like, oh my god. It wasn't that sad. I thought it was sad. I think that the other Pixar movie that came out that year was better. What was the other Pixar movie? Soul. Really? Hot takes. I forgot your take on that. No, they didn't come out on the same year. They did too. They did not. When did Onward come out? Onward, I think, was 2020. It was the last movie. It was the last movie that I saw in theaters before COVID hit. Yeah, so, they did not come out at the same time. They absolutely, the same year. You know what? I'm putting Onward as five stars on Letterboxd. They did not come out the same year. They came, this came out May 6, 2020. Okay, okay. And yeah. Soul Onward. came out. I could have told you that. Just before COVID hit. Soul came out. 2021. Uh, December 2020. So I invite uh, you. I, here's, right no, at no, the no, end! I, I, I'm going to invite you. December 25th! I'm going to invite 20- you. I know. I, 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 I'm going to give you an invitation. Oh, they just no, no. barely. They barely made the cut. Did you check your mail today? No. Because there's an invitation in there to get <laughs> wrecked. Shut up. I decline your invitation. No, the, it, it's, it, you can't decline. It's an invitation to absolutely get totally wrecked. Listen. 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 And I thought Soul was a little bit more... A boring. Pixar movie. A little bit more boring. A little bit more Pixar of a movie. A little bit more boring. A little bit more experimental. No. Not as not as cut and dry as, as some. But anyways, um, there's Raya and the Last Dragon. No, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. What did you like about Soul? Um, freaking stupid arm. Wow. Um, yeah. What did I like yeah. about Soul? Yeah. What did you like about Soul? I liked how heartfelt it was. Really. I thought yes. for a movie about, you know, having a soul. Yeah. It generally lacked a soul. Lacked a soul. Interesting. I mean, basically the whole the whole point of it was like, oh, you don't need to like achieve anything in life. Sometimes it's okay to just live, to just feel the breeze on your cheeks. Which mm-hmm. sure, yeah, I I but could some agree. People I need would to hear agree that. with that. Some people need to hear that. Some people don't need to hear that. Some people need to hear that. Some people don't. Yeah, I mean, you know, an American grab-and-go society, American dream, get rich quick, ambition, ambition, go, go, go. Sure, yeah, stop and smell the roses. That's what the movie's saying, stop and smell the roses. In a sense, yeah. Which is fair. However, um, like, again, I told you already, I think I know. It, I know. me, like, watching that movie, it was really cute watching yeah. atheists try and, like, wrestle with the meaning of life. I understand. Yeah, I agree with that, too. And it was interesting. So, like, they just, they, they came so close. I know. But they missed the mark. I don't think they were, like, unbiblical. I mean, they, yeah, were, yeah. they were they were trying. Right. right. What? Oh, I yeah. You know, like, they weren't, like, like directly contradictory with, like, yeah, biblical no. things. But, like, they also, 
they also got a little bit of it, right? Yeah. Right? You want to... Life is fleeting. Right, yeah. Enjoy it. Well, you know, like, yeah. they give the, the classic Disney themes. Yeah, you know? I think we should totally make more movies celebrating mediocrity. I knew you were going to say something <laughs> super condescending. <laughs> yeah, I think we should totally make some. <laughs> yeah. um, Isaac <laughs> loved that movie a lot. Oh, so okay, I want to well, hear him let, argue I'll be less with harsh. you. I'll be less harsh. So I'm going to. What, Isaac's what do you mean? Okay, because he's not here. That's why. Okay. No, not because he's not here. If he liked it, then okay, sure. But if you liked it, I enjoyed it. Isaac rated it higher than I did. Uh, What'd you rate it? I can't remember. I rated it pretty high. What'd you rate it? Definitely, probably like a four. Out of five? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I think that's probably. I think Isaac rated it a five. Oh really? So I I would I probably would give it a four out of five as well. Does that mean I liked it? Not necessarily. (laughs) But I would still give it a four. Yeah. (laughs) But Ryan the Last Dragon. I thought was like Brave, okay. which was also a Pixar movie. Which, Brave? Yep. That was... Oh. Everyone thought it was Disney? I thought it was Disney Pixar. It was Pixar. Just Pixar? But here's the thing. Okay. Disney definitely was behind it because yeah. like Ryan the Last Dragon, Brave was forgettable. And to most people... I enjoyed Brave. I did too, but at the end of the day, it's you true. forgot it was yeah. Pixar. You know, like it's, it, yeah, it's okay. like Ryan the Last Dragon, Ryan the Last Dragon will be forgotten. Because it wasn't outstanding enough hmm. to be memorable. What was it about? It was about... I know there's a dragon. That's all I know. There's the last dragon. Oh, I figured. Um, it's about... Plot twist. At the end, they go to a little dragon cave where there's actually a whole society of them. Well, don't spoil the movie. I haven't seen it, people. Oh, yeah. Pretty good at spoiling the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close. I've sp- oh, really? Yeah. Um... <laughs> But anyways, no, that's fine. Oh. It it, des- it doesn't Not deserve surprised. it. Like it was a good movie for what it was, yeah. but it will be forgotten because it's just too basic. It's basically about like five cultures mm. that have each a shard of like this magic stone that will summon the dragon or whatever. Uh. And so it's her journey to try to collect all the shards to uh. like summon the dragon, and then after they summon the dragon to try to stop the evil that has come into the world, kind right. of a thing. Very okay. cookie cutter plot. And I don't think it's straight away from the cookie cutter plot. Okay. Um, it was a little bit unique at parts, but most of it was kind of basic. Hmm. Is that why it was forgettable for you? Yeah. Oh. Just because like there was nothing that was outstanding in it, you know? <sighs> like hmm. Tangled was outstanding. Yeah. Like, people Like you could watch that one again and you could, I could watch it again. And I enjoyed it. It was yeah. fun. Hmm. I don't really know how to put my finger on why it was so outstanding. Yeah. But it was just a great movie that right. will stand the test of time. Well, I think like again, like is because it didn't take itself too seriously. That like, might there be was it. a brevity to it. There what, was. To catch Shakespearean on you. Brevity is yeah. the soul of wit. Yeah. So I think people enjoy that. Yeah. 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 No. I. Yeah. I know. I knew that. Yeah. So I, I think people. Too. Yeah. Enjoyed that as it was emotional. I knew that. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it wasn't afraid to have fun. Yeah. I think a lot of like Disney and Disney Pixar movies nowadays are sort of trying to be more serious, and mm-hmm. they're a little bit afraid to lighten up. And this one definitely around. was that. I'll and be the... honest. And that's how Soul felt for me. I was like, okay, like sure. it was like, okay, yeah, stop and smell the roses. That's a great message. But it wasn't fun. It was like, it was... why are we stopping to smell the roses if we're not laughing and enjoying life? Yeah. You know? No, like, yeah. if it's like every scene is a melodrama, then Jesus Louise, get me <laughs> out of here. <laughs> oh, there's still 39 minutes left on this. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> yeah. Please put a joke in there. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think Raya was a little bit too serious as well. Mm. And I think the comedy they tried to throw in was a little bit too awful. 
because the problem that they did is that uh, awful being the comedy that they here's put in was the not thing funny. they're exactly their comedic relief was their version of eddie murphy in mulan right well eddie murphy in mulan was pretty good comedic relief I'm oh i think he was he... the best comedic relief oh okay right right they try to mimic that oh. with someone who wasn't a comedian oh and her name is aquafina and know. she's not funny Oh, who's Aquafina? She plays the dragon. She plays the last dragon. Uh... And so her character was so cringy because the jokes were so bad. They were falling so flat. So fall, all of them fell flat. Dang. That's because right. she, they didn't have a comedian voice the comic relief role. Mm. The, she didn't know the pacing of the jokes. Mm. She could have made it funny. Didn't. And I think they should have hired a comedic act. Like... Uh, what's her name? I always forget. Let me find her. Ali Wong. Ali Wong. Okay, dude, she's funny. She's, okay, okay. Ali Wong. Wait, oh, cut, if they cut, got. <laughs> okay, I think the actress they should have had was Ali Wong. Okay? I agree with that. She's Ali hilarious. Wong, <laughs> I I agree. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it, but from what you've said, she so Aquafina voiced the Raya. I still don't know who Aquafina. I've never heard of this woman. She was in Jumanji 2. I don't think she's that funny. Uh, but you know who is funny? Ali freaking Wong. Because she she's funny. had Netflix specials. Mm -hmm. She's a certified comedian. She's been doing it for so long. Yeah. And she's so funny. Do you agree? Yeah, I'm looking Aquafina up right now. She's You're so right. funny she's... that it was I such like a it was such she's, opportunity. Yeah. It was such a missed opportunity. Yeah. To not cast her as the the last dragon, they chose Aquafina. I literally think they chose Aquafina because her name is Aqua, and the dragon was all about water. I literally think that because there's no other reason why you should do that. I don't think that's. They're not. They're not going to make an important casting decision. Offer name that goes into it. But no, it's probably because she was in Jumanji too, and she's a no. Bit I think more it's probably because she's you know she's she's hot on the scene right now. She's she is hot on. The, she's up and coming. Up and coming, yeah. And they gotta ride the wave. But I do say they though, I will say though, I think that Ali Wong would have been a better Ali Wong would have been freaking hilarious. It would have been but, so yeah, fun. I, like, yeah, and yeah. she would have played that role better than Aquafina personally. Like, I think, well, because I think there would be like some room levity. for her to um, improv. Improv, yes. Yeah. I mean, like, they just... I mean, with Eddie Murphy, Robin Williams, all of these, They like, did what they wanted to Yeah, do. they just put them in the recording room, went, all right, these are the lines, but have fun with it. Say what you want, do what you want. We'll see how this goes. And so they did, and it turned out fantastic yeah. because they had that energy and that star power to them, yeah. and they were allowed to to be that way. They were, Whereas yeah. I think Aquafina Was like, all right, say the lines the, and do It felt like such possible. just straight writing. Hmm. It felt like a writer wrote it, and she read it. Right. Oh, okay. That's what it felt like. It didn't feel like it didn't feel. You never was, want that for your comedic. It release, was cringy. Yeah. yeah, you want the comedians to have fun with it. Like go, like play around with the writing. Yeah. Like if you think it will go better, you are. Uh, if you're an actual comedian mm -hmm. and you've gone on stage and you do stand up, like you would, un you'll understand why this is funnier, why it may not be funny. Yeah. And you can pivot it and make it funnier. Hmm. Right. Because mm -hmm. ultimately. Yeah. By making the joke funnier, like the writer will take the will get the credit anyway. Like, yeah, well, some people will be like, "Oh, they're not doing what I'm writing." It's like, "Hey, dude, you're gonna get the credit either way. Just yeah. accept it that you're gonna be great." Like, if they know how to do it better, like, cause like most writers may not be comedians, right? That's true. So let a comedian be a little let bit a more funny. Be with a it. comedian. Let a comedian be a comedian. That's why yeah. they're paying this comedian a lot of money. Was the dragon like just supposed to be comic? Relief? Yes, hundred percent. Oh man! Mainly insane. comic relief, like Wushu in Mulan. Yeah, there's a little bit more story to it, but it was generally comic relief. Oh, okay, and there that's why I think that they really missed the mark on that. That was mm. my biggest complaint with it. 
I could see that, yeah. yeah. I could see that being a complaint, 100%, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think casting is very important. At the end of the day, like, if a person is a good actress, but they're not right for the role, then don't go with that. I agree. Even if they're up and coming. I mean, Aquafina, I still don't think people went to the movie because Aquafina's in it. I... D- Maybe, I don't know. I just Googled who Aquafina right? is. Right, exactly, yeah. So, yeah, but again, I, I've... I've Taking a step back from the mainstream movie scene. and You're more of a French doing a little, cinema. Uh, Francois Truffaut and Jean-Luc Godard study. Totally bombed the French there. That's okay. I'm going back to the... Our French listeners will forgive you. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, we're they we're going back to the... Well, do, wait, I hear him right oh, now. Do you, are you guys going to forgive her? Oui. Oui. Uh, hey, that's, hey that's my joke. <laughs> <laughs> we both thought of that joke. Dang uh, it. I got there first. Uh, that's true, you did. Um, all right. I have a question for you. Sure. I want to hear your take on it. Oh boy! It's a tech thing. Okay. But I want to hear what your take is on it. Okay. I showed this. Isaac this, and we weren't have we didn't have a chance to talk about it on the podcast. But I want to hear your take. Okay. There is a thing right that people have made, mm-hmm. which is called the third thumb. What? Which is essentially, I'm gonna pull it up for you. Is that what that note was? Yep. We're gonna talk <laughs> oh about the third goodness. thumb. It's basically third thumb. A third appendage that people will attach to your hand. Uh-huh. This student at uh, some college came up with this. And the you know what the weird thing is? Sorry, I'm looking at the video of the it. The right video now. of it Whoa. is crazy. Dude. She actually replacing uh, the human body. So basically, you can use it as a separate appendage. It's not a replacement, it's uh-huh. an additional appendage on your actual what? hand. What? The wild thing is is they've done studies on it recently. Yeah. And you actually are able to your brain is able to adapt with that thing and actually use it huh as an actual appendage wow so what about like a prosthetic thumb for people who actually don't have no, a thumb? No, no, no. it's not meant to do that it's wow. meant to be a... is there one though that'd be oh, really funny of if there's like I, not I, a prosthetic like there like, has the, to be the video the way it looks in the video is that it's very interactive in terms of like it seems to interact with your tendons and, and muscles in your hand yeah. to sort of do what you want it to do well, but, i think it yeah. would be so funny if they have like this is like a, a second thumb pretty much but they still don't have something for, for a normal an actual thumb. first thumb <laughs> so all these amputees are like oh that's great Damn, yeah. wow, <laughs> beautiful so, incredible well wow, thanks for the reverse thumb that i didn't need can i have a real one now <laughs> Sorry. so but basically though the cool part about this is is that your actual brain learns your actual how, brain your actual not, your brain? not the fake brain that okay. you normally use the actual brain the actual brain the, that you have not your second uh your second appendage Stomach? brain yeah, yeah, yeah no okay. the actual one it will actually adapt to that thumb and it will use it hmm. right because we didn't know if your body is able to adapt to a new appendage right yeah, yeah. like if you have your arm cut off you learn to adapt with it cut off yeah. right who would have thought if you just put an arm on your stomach then that also will do the trick that's the thing though is that like they didn't think that it would work like this where if yeah. you actually attached another appendage to a, a part of your body your brain learned how to like you can open a door like that no problem like opening it without the other thumb oh isn't that weird yeah you can deal cards differently you can do different you can I, play you piano do not more. need more things to help you with card look tricks, at that you little nut <laughs> so the the way they're using it is literally like another appendage but i think it's cool I mean, I th- it's a cool science yeah, experiment in that it's some a cool limit to it's a capacity. there probably is but it's, like <laughs> it's cool to me though that it's you're, watching this guy struggle to use it for the guitar <laughs> That is true. He's trying really hard to like move his hands Act so that natural. he can yeah. like put it on the guitar, but it just isn't working. He's 
just trying to play it off. That's funny. Um, <laughs> now, like if, facing the camera so you can't quite see it as well. <laughs> if someone were to give you one, would you wear it and use it? I mean, yeah, for the heck of it, why not? Um, you never know until you try, right? Yeah. But, like, first gut reaction is, like, why? Yeah. Why bother? I don't I think I would really need it. The thing is, though, is that it, what what this I'm basically... I'm quite happy with two songs. Thank too, you yeah, very yeah, much. No. But the thing of why this is interesting and cool is because now people are talking about, oh, it may be possible in the years to come that we might be able to do a General Grievous thing. A what? Oh, like, have like four, four arms. arms. Yeah. Which oh, yeah. actually now we're talking like serious, like that's more. Yeah, th- that yeah, those would have to like attach them to your shoulders. Probably. Yeah, but like there would be more use you could do for that. Like mm-hmm. a thumb, you can't really do much with, right? I mean, an extra thumb, like there's yeah. not a ton. But an extra arm. Do you think we could? So that's the thing. So, but this whole thing was so. like an experiment of: Do you think our brain is able to process a new appendage? I, I it think was your able. To, it brain, was able to process yeah. a thumb. Okay. So now we're gonna see. Okay, <gasps> you are know what we, I want to know. What do you want to know? Can your brain process like a third eye on the back of your head? That would be so weird. I would love to know. Because like some animals have, like yeah. you know, multiple eyes. Obviously. Yeah, some animals and, and actually a little bit wired differently to like. Fun fact: um, My mom had that too. I actually. don't think I could take like watching the back and front of me at the same time. Well, my mom and teachers actually had that. It's actually like a apparently. What? They always said that they had like an eye on the back of their... Uh, wow. Uh, not even a chuckle. Not even a chuckle. Not okay. worth it. No. Fair Abs- enough. Absolutely not. Saving my breath. Yeah, third thumb. That, yeah, cool. I don't. I really don't think that like it could get to the extent of an an entire arm. You don't think so? No, because there's so many like muscles. Like, listen, we barely got a thumb. <laughs> Before we move on to an arm, let's try a thumb and a pinky. Sure. Okay. Let's try a thumb and a pinky and a like a forefinger or whatever. Let's try a hand. Let's try a hand. Let's try another. I don't hand even think we. I, I don't even think we could do a hand. Is you thing. don't think we could do a hand? No. We could the, do a hand. The whole point of the, like the little the one single thumb is that it, it just. I mean, I wasn't reading the video or anything like that. I was just watching people. We're just getting your hot take. Yeah, By the way, we're both not scientists. We don't know what we're talking about. So. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I'm speaking I... for myself. I faked the moon landing for America. You're welcome. Um, wow. I mean, I, I think the third thumb is just like it. It probably just reacts to the muscles on your pinky mm-hmm. already that exi- that already exist on your hand, and then sort of like just bends or whatever accordingly. Okay. So it's sort of reactive. So it's sure. not actually doing what you're telling it to do. It's just doing what it thinks you're telling it to you do it based to do. on what your other fingers are doing. But okay, I that don't, being said, I think they had a thing down here. Hmm. I think they had a thing down here that was able to, like, check what your muscles were doing. On your arm instead? On your instead? arm, I think. I don't know. What yeah. were you saying, though? Well, okay, so where are they going to put the third arm? On your shoulder? Okay, that's going to... Your, your yeah, look at shoulder that muscles will inform the third arm where to go, but it's not going to be able to tell the fingers what to do. Yeah, no, that's true. So, I mean, I think it, like, becomes so complicated that it sort of doesn't... No longer works. Sure. I could get behind that. Yeah. That is disgusting. It's creepy looking. It's very creepy. Look, at there's a Bluetooth. What the heck? Oh, they got their Doc Martens. They just wanted to act fancy. Listen, at the end of the day, Michael. What? I'm still trying to save up for an Apple Watch. (laughs) Let alone a third thumb. (laughs) You know what? You don't have time for a third thumb. You're like, what the heck, bro? Let's start with... The basics. Let's, Before let's, we move let's on, let's get back to the basics. Let's get and back just, to what we need in life. Let's stop with the. Okay, I I like that take. I think that's probably a be, a good take. 
Like, yeah, like we were saying, stop and smell the roses. Like, let's not go crazy, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we don't need to augment the whole human anat. Like, right, right. We don't need it. Uh, that being said, though, if I'm someone, I'm grateful for the two thumbs. I I'm grateful for the two thumbs. But I will say though, if someone were to give me that, I would 100 percent try it. Oh yeah, because it would be fun. It would be fun to. It would be really fun that. to see how Definitely. it works, and I would try it for like a solid like week to see if I could like get used to it. Yeah. And then I would probably not, and like, but you like, why am I? Doing well, and then it? You, know? you take it off, and then you like are like having to readapt to having only two thumbs. Yeah, I don't think it'd be that hard. I think I think you would struggle. Nah, I wouldn't be that. Bit. I mean, probably for a like week and a half. the astronauts who come back down to Earth and, like, have to readjust to the fact that there's gravity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. But I still don't think it'd take me too long. I think maybe it would take me a That's week good. and a half to, to, oh, yeah, re- right. to readapt. All right. Fine. Fine. Fine? Fine. Well, you know what, guys? Fine. Fine. You know what? Let's leave it up to you guys. Comment. <laughs> How long do you think it would take Michael to adapt to I having like only two thumbs after I like that. he uses the third thumb thing? Yeah. Do you think... It would be longer. More or less than a week. More or less than a week. Leave your After comments. After having worn it for a week. DM us, the Slice of Life podcast, or email us at the Slice of Life podcast at gmail.com. We ask important questions. And you know what? How about we leave some fan questions, too, because we've not done that um, for a bit. So let's do some fan questions. You have fans? Fun. We have fans. Wow. Yeah. The more you know. Our fan is really, I mean, our fans are really great, and they're yeah. just amazing. Wow. And so, guys, please send your questions in. The slice of life podcast at gmail.com. The are going to be like, wow, you got to stop putting this host on here because sli- <laughs> guest host. they are not at she all evil. She's not evil. Mm, she just has not. wrong opinions. <gasps> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, guys. Uh oh. Well, Controversy at the end. <laughs> You're such a coward. You backed off of that so fast. Every time you say something, you're just like, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm, I'm kidding. Well, our fans are vindictive. Maybe so. I am evil if you're so afraid to. Maybe maybe you're it's like possible. secretly the Maleficent. I'm Maleficent, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Cruella over here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed this. Kind of a slow, you know, we're a little bit tired. We've been tired for a bit now, and we're just chilling, and I hope you've enjoyed chilling with us. I've enjoyed chilling. I've enjoyed it too. Yeah. This is great. A bop. Anyway. And if you guys don't know what this song is, Spotify. Get your notebooks out. Yeah. Get your Shazam on. Get your phone get out. Your Fonz. Your Fonz coaster on. Fonz yeah. Coaster. Get your Fonz coaster yeah, up for here. all the rich listeners out there. No, any listener can listen to it. Oh, we still gotta get you one. Um, oh yeah. That way she'll actually not roast our sponsor, Fonz Music. Get your coaster, FonzMusic.com. Use the uh, promo code Slice of Life. To get five dollars off, yeah. which make is, me a sellout. Get me a coaster. I'll get you a coaster, and you just listen to that girl's tune switch. Yep, because one of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you. Oh, so good. So good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you very much. You keep What's right is right, but you ain't